I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Evie. I'm far from unique in that respect. Eevee has been absolutely beloved by Pokemon fans the world over, since the release of the very first games back in the late 90s. The Pokemon company did not fail to notice they were fan favourites, and Eevee and its large extended family are prevalent in every incarnation of Pokemon media, not to mention merchandise. What exactly is an Eevee? Um, I think it's a little dog thing? Its design is vague, perhaps deliberately so, but it's something between a rabbit, a cat, a fox, and a little puppy dog. It's cute, that's for sure, but it's a fluffy little four-legged mammal thing with brown fur, a big poofy tail and rough around its neck, and big ol' ears. I love Eevee, but there are people who really love Eevee. Eevee might be the most common choice of personal favourite Pokemon, with fans ranging from Ariana Grande, who got a tattoo of the Pokemon last year, to Chris Massofdas Pengilly, host of Pod of War, a PlayStation podcast which I named. Hi everyone, Massofdas here, and I'm here to talk about Eevee, which is my favourite Pokemon, and thanks for Luke for having me on the show. In recent years, the Pokemon company has begun to treat Eevee as something of a second mascot. Is this why the monster is so popular? or a result of the popularity it already had. Either way, Eevee is on a lot of merchandise. Clothes, gachapon toys, snacks and household goods, second only to Pikachu. Here in Japan, I can't move for Eevees, even being treated to an appearance and a little dance from someone in an Eevee mascot costume when I visited the Pokemon Cafe in Tokyo. And Eevee even... Oh, let's go, uh, wasn't that long, it's sort of become like a second mascot for... Pokemon, apart from um, Pikachu, like Luke know more than me, obviously being in Japan. But you see quite often, like a lot of easy stuff in Japan seems to be really popular Pokemon now. Like one of the people's favourite um, Pokemon. Eevee Star first started to rise when, as well as being a unique and exciting monster in the games, it was prominently used in the anime by Ash's rival Gary Oak. It's never out-and-out out confirmed, but for a long time people speculated that Eevee was actually Gary's starter Pokemon from Professor Oak. Eevee has been um, one of my favourites since the anime. I remember Gary having one of his own, which I believe became Umbreon, and that. Um, and I've always liked like the villain characters in anime and um, stuff, um, so he having one. And also there was an episode in, um, I don't know if it's the first series or the second series and that, where three brothers all had, at the time, the three evolutions that were available and they were trying to get their younger brother to make um, their Eevee into one of the types like um, they had and they were going, oh yeah, my Flareon's the best, my Vaporeon's the best, this is why, blah blah blah. And anyway, the Eevee stays as an Eevee. Weirdly now, if you think about it, um, that Eevee would most probably evolve into, um, you know, one of the other ones due to um, friendship or affection um, um, thing. So, they were some of the e um, earlier um, memories of Eevee. For the longest time, Eevee was considered a pseudo-starter Pokemon by series fans. In the main series games, the only exception to the standard choice of three otherwise unobtainable monsters with a rock-scissors-paper triangle of fire, water and grass typing 
was Pikachu in Pokemon Yellow. In that game, however, the player's rival does indeed obtain an Eevee, further supporting the argument that Gary received one in the anime. While the player could never start with Eevee in Pokemon Yellow, it was the starter Pokemon in Pokemon XD Gale of Darkness on the Nintendo GameCube, and in Pokemon Conquest on Nintendo DS. Both of those are games which I didn't play on release, and although I really want to play them now, I can't justify the ludicrous prices for English language copies. Maybe when my Japanese is better. Last year, Eevee received its most convincing role as a starter Pokemon yet, with Pokemon Let's Go Eevee on the Nintendo Switch. It was the player's starter and partner Pokemon, and even appeared on the box. Do those games count as main series titles? I am absolutely not getting into that. I haven't even mentioned the most distinctive thing about Eevee yet. The most interesting thing about Eevee isn't Eevee, but the potential things it can be. Among the first generation of monsters, Eevee was the only Pokemon with more than one form it could evolve into, and even today it has far and away the highest number of options for potential evolutions. With use of a Waterstone, Eevee can evolve into Vaporeon. Sleek and aquatic, Vaporeon is like a cross between a hairless cat and a mermaid. The Pokemon Red and Blue Pokedex says, Lives close to water. Its long tail is ridged with a fin, which is often mistaken for a mermaid's. Vaporeon's design is very similar to the Merlion, an iconic statue and symbol of Singapore. My students regularly tell me they want to visit the Merlion, but is regarded as one of the most disappointing things Japanese tourists visit. In the popular consciousness, it has, built, it has been built up to some grand and phenomenal statue, like the Egyptian Sphinx, so no wonder it inspired a magical pocket monster. Among Vaporeon's powers, its most interesting is the ability to melt into water. The Pokemon Yellow Pokedex says, Its cell structure is similar to water molecules. It will melt away and become invisible in water. Despite this, the closest we get to such a power in the games is the move Acid Armor. Acid Armor is a worthwhile move in its own way, particularly when paired with Battle Pass, something of a signature move for Vaporeon and the other evolutions. With high defenses and multiple stat-boosting moves, Vaporeon, and in particular Umbreon, could pass along crazy bonuses, until one monster was left outrageously overpowered. Vaporeon is also the favourite evolution of my girlfriend, Shen. The first one I used was the water stone. Just because you like water types? Yeah. Did you have Blastoise, Vaporeon, and Lapras on your team at once? Eventually, I think I put Vaporeon away not right after I got him pretty much because I had other Pokemon on my team. Okay. Alternatively, using a Thunderstone can evolve Eevee into Jolteon. Jolteon is a spiky, angry-looking electric fox. With decent speed and attack, plus the useful electric typing, Vaporeon flirted with competitive relevance throughout its life. In the Eevee family, Jolteon is the angry teenager. In the Ninja Turtles, it would be the Raphael. Among the Digi-Destined, it'd be Matt. 
According to the Yellow Pokedex, a sensitive Pokemon that easily becomes sad or angry. Every time its mood changes, it charges power. Speculation is common that Jolteon is inspired by the Raiju, a Shinto deity. The Raiju is the inspiration behind the iconic Zinoga from Monster Hunter, but in Pokemon terms it's probably a conversation best saved for our Raikou episode in Generation 2. While we are mentioning that monster though, it is worth talking about a popular fan theory surrounding the legendary beast. We learn in Pokemon Gold and Silver that three Pokemon died when the Silver Tower burned down, and were resurrected by Ho-Oh to become the original Suicune, Raikou and Entei. Based on their typing, as well as their designs as cat or dog-like animals, many have speculated that the three Pokemon were the original evolutions before their deaths. I'll delve into that more when I reach those monsters. I already have more than enough to discuss this week. With a Firestone, Eevee evolves into Flareon. Alas, thanks to the way the same stats were divided differently between the original evolutions, Flareon is a little useless. Between a pure fire typing, an attack stat it doesn't have the speed or moveset to utilize, it was never especially useful competitively. Flareon does have the honor of being the Pokemon we see Eevee evolve into in Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Perhaps even more impressively, it is the favorite evolution of friend of the show, Patreon supporter and number one superfan, Andrew Rice. What's up, Little Pokemon? It's me, your boy, Andrew Rice, here to talk about Flareon. Yeah, Flareon. Because you get an Eevee, and there's a lot of choices available to you. I mean, obviously back in the day, there are only three choices available, but it was still a very important choice. And the thing about Eevee is, it's just a cute dog, right? It's just a cute dog. You want the cutest dog. And what what evolution makes it cuter than a Flareon? There's none. It looks so fluffy. Obviously, it's it's fiery, so you know it's going to be warm, toasty. Can make a nice bonfire to sit by and toast some marshmallows. And you're just going to have a really great time. Um, why would you not want this as your pet? Do you want some horrible spiky thing or some weird fish or something with creepy weird ears? No. You want the good, reliable, fluffy dog. And that's, that's all you need in life. Get yourself a Flareon. You'll make your life 300% better. Having three different options for evolution was a pretty cool gimmick. By the second generation, with the introduction of Tyrogue, Hitmontop, and some other alternate evolutions, it wasn't so unique anymore. To keep Eevee and the Eons, the kings and queens of Eeveelution, two more forms were added. Leveling up with a high friendship stat in the day will evolve Eevee into Espeon. Espeon is a Psychic-type Pokémon with a sleek purple appearance and the ears of a lynx. It appears to be based on the legends of the Bakaneko and the Nekomata, two cat-like yokai from Japanese folklore. Neither one is perfectly analogous with Espeon, but their existence and sometimes imagined rivalry probably did inform the development of Espeon and its partner Umbreon. Speaking of that pairing of Pokémon, Espeon and Umbreon were the two Pokémon the player started with in Pokémon Colosseum on the Nintendo GameCube. I might not have played XD, but I sure played a lot of Colosseum. 
a Pokemon game with an adult protagonist who rides around a Mad Max desert, committing crimes and fighting the power on a motorcycle? Of course I loved that game when it came out and I was 13 years old. It's probably the reason that Espeon is my favourite evolution to this day. In the Pokemon Adventures manga, which still remains the best adaptation of the Pokemon games to another medium, the protagonist Red acquires an Eevee which has been experimented on by Team Rocket. This Eevee can evolve into the three original forms and back again, though it causes its suffering. Eventually, through its bond with Red, it is able to evolve into Espeon and be free of this pain. Leveling up with a high friendship stat in the night will evolve Eevee into Umbreon. Umbreon was many Pokemon fans' first introduction to the new Dark type. The sleek look and imagery reminiscent of ancient Egyptian mythology makes it the cool one of the group. The name and the moon connection always make me think of the Umbra witches from Bayonetta. The Japanese name, unfortunately, conjures very different connotations. In Japan, Umbreon is known as Blackie. Oof. While in the final games Umbreon was a Dark-type counterpart to Espeon, there is speculation that at one point in development it would have actually been weak, not strong, against its sibling. In the beta version of Gold and Silver, Umbreon was a Poison-type Pokémon, with purple rings instead of gold. This is still referenced in Pokédex entries, which talk about it having poisonous fur. As the cool, black, Dark-type Pokémon, Umbreon is naturally the favourite Eevee evolution of major edgelords. Quite coincidentally, friend of the show and Patreon supporter James J. Moyles got in contact about Umbreon. So, back in the Gen 1 games, I never really gave Eevee the time of day that it probably deserves. Um, I picked it up in the mansion in Celadon, uh, put it in the box, and there it remained for, well, the rest of time, I suppose, now, looking at it this way. Um, but come Gold and Silver, I did decide to actually use Eevee in my team. Uh, maybe it's just because Bill gave you the Pokemon in, gold, in Silver and Gold and I remembered Bill and that was really cool. Um, or maybe it's because when Bill gives you the Pokemon he talks about how Professor Elmsild, uh, Eevee now evolves in new and mysterious ways and that that was really cool as well. But for whatever reason I decided to use Eevee in my team in Gold and Silver along with uh, Feraligatr who was my starter, um, a Dawn fan as well. and. Maybe it's just because I was growing a little bit older and decided that I would sneak, sneak my uh, Game Boy under the covers at night and play a bit more at night um, when I thought my parents didn't know, they probably knew. Um, but my Eevee evolved at night, of course. I leveled it up at night and it ended up evolving in the night time, which meant I got to use Umbreon um, for my rest of my Gen 2 playthrough. And Ever since then, Umbreon's remained one of my favourites. I don't have a big sentimental story about Umbreon like I did with Oddish, if you've listened back to that episode. Go check it out, cheap plug. But I just really liked its design. The black and gold looked really, really cool to me. I liked the fact it was a dark-type Pokemon, because I, I hadn't really used any dark-type Pokemon yet in, um, in Silver, which was the, the game I played out of the Gen 2 games. And that was really cool to me. Basically, <laughs> it all summed up to Umbreon just coming across as really, really cool. To the point where I've, you know, I've always tried to have one in later games, and um, maybe that hasn't stayed in my party for the full duration of the game. But I have tried to evolve myself an Umbreon at some stage there. Um, I've actually, I've 
all of the Pokemon that exist. Umbreon is one of only two that I own merchandise for, the other being Oddish. Um, my, one of my uh, flatmates knew that I loved Umbreon, I mentioned that was one of my favourites and he bought me a little plushie back from one of his uh, trips away. Um, and yeah, it was absolutely one of my favourites, still is to this day. Um, and I think I think it's actually bred in me like a, a love of like dark designs, like kind of blacks and blacks and reds, blacks and golds, to the point where um, I get labelled an edgelord by some of the people that I play games with, which I'm not, I swear, I just really like the design of Umbreon, a very cool monster. The second generation wasn't the last time we saw new Eeveelutions introduced. In Gen 4, we got two more. Oddly, they don't use a Leaf Stone or an Ice Stone. Level up in specific locations, namely those with a Moss Rock, and Eevee will evolve into Leafeon. Leafeon often feels like the forgotten member of the Eevee family. Pure grass typing is not especially useful, and the fourth generation games added so many new evolutions for old Pokemon, these two got a little lost in the confusion. I will say though, that if we can bring any Eeveelution into the real world, it should be this one. Leafeon's body photosynthesizes and purifies the air around it. Its design also elegantly blends plant life and an animal, reminiscent of old European forest elves and pixies. Level up in a different, icy location, and Eevee evolves into Glaceon. Glaceon is sleek and icy, reminding me of the crystal foxes in The Last Jedi, but with Zoe Deschanel's hair. Those are cute bangs. Another fan of those bangs is friend of the show, Shanks. He had this to say. For starters, it's just adorable, but it has a high special attack stat, and with the right ice moveset, which has improved gen after gen, you are pretty much covered to be strong against a decent amount of types, like grass, dragon, flying, etc. It may also tie into the fact that I am one of the people that love the cold, and so ice type is one of my favourites, and with Eevee bringing one of my go-to Pokemon since Gen 1, it all just kind of fell into place, especially after I kept getting saved by one Glaceon I trained up back in Gen 4 and still have to this day, and will most likely send to the Galar region next. The 6th generation added a new type for the first time since Gold and Silver. Along with the Fairy type, we were given a Fairy Evolution. When leveled up with a high friendship and knowing a Fairy type move, Eevee evolves into Sylveon. Sylveon is the perfect fairy type in my mind. It is cute, beautiful and elegant, but at the same time just a little bit creepy. The ribbons and dainty prancing are wonderful, but there's something about those eyes. Sylveon's introduction was given a good deal more fanfare than Leafeon and Glaceon, even starring in a special Eevee-focused Pikachu short movie. It also seems to have made much more of a splash, with lots of fans and art and merchandise. Will we see future evolutions? Maybe we'll have to wait for another new type. Or maybe Pengers will finally get that dragon type he's after. The only real question is, where is my dragon type? Especially with Sword and Shield being in the UK. Wells, Dragon, St. George, Dragon. Come on, Game Freak. I want my dragon type. Eevee and its ever-expanding family are beloved. That said, it is worth remembering that Eevee is pretty darn cute even without evolving. I'm regularly asked to draw Eevee on the whiteboard or on students' workbooks, 
and I hope it continues. Music for Loop Plus Pokemon was written by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. Eevee, Jolteon, and Flareon were designed by Motofumi Fujiwara. Vaporeon, Esprion, Umbreon, Leafeon, Glaceon, and Sylveon were designed by Atsuko Nishida. Thanks, as always, to our supporters on Patreon, who help keep the show on SoundCloud. If you're enjoying the show, find us on Twitter and Facebook at LoopLovesPKMN, and be sure to spread the word, or get in contact about the Pokemon we'll be covering next, Porygon and Omanyte. I'd love to hear from you about any monster, so please get in touch. I love Eevee. And remember, I love you too.